Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first in a series of special squiggly mini-podcasts all about the Bradford Animation Festival, which is where we are this week. The festival is celebrating its 20th year, which is, of course, no small achievement, and to honour that, we will be bringing you exclusive content and interviews with featured guests and filmmakers at this year's edition, so check back for updates every day over the course of the week. Now, to start things off with... We're going to be bringing you someone a little outside of the animation of us, but a smashing chap all the same, Mr. Dave McKean, an artist and illustrator best known for comics such as Cages, The Sandman, Arkham Asylum, and that one Hellraiser comic I love but no one else seems to have heard of. Also films such as Mirror Mask and the ever-gestating Luna, plus all manner of books and illustrations too numerous to mention here. McKean was here at Bath yesterday, giving a special masterclass on his work, and Squiggly's own Thomas Coleman was able to sit down with him and have a bit of a chat, so let's turn it over to them. How would you explain your style? Uh, well, I try not to, uh, really. I, I don't have a style. I kind of adapt what I do to the, the demands of what I'm trying to tell, the story I'm trying to tell, the emotions I'm trying to put across. So whatever is in the script that needs to be uh, communicated. You have to find the right drawing style or the right cinematic style or whatever. Uh, something that's going to put that, uh, that, uh, that story, those emotions across in the most powerful way, the most uh, uh, engaging way. Outside of art, what influences your work? Anything. Everything. There's something in everything. Um, travel, people, carpets... There's always something, colour, a texture, something somebody says, a building, some food. I mean, literally everything. It all ends up mixed in there somewhere. As well as, you know, obviously the great artists, great illustrators, designers, filmmakers, photographers, creative people everywhere. So you're, you're kind of a brain collector? A brain collector, a brain <laughs> absorber. Yeah. I found that you, you, you tend to spend a bit of time as a sponge and you're completely open, you suck it all in. Um, and then you get to the point where you're just kind of full and you need a year or two years to, for all that to mulch down and you just start to look really at what you do and what, what all that stuff means to you and how you can use it. What animators have influenced you? Lots of different animators. One of the first great animators was also one of the first great comics artists, Winsor McKay, and he's one of my favourites illustrators, comics creators, um, and he did Little Nemo in Slumberland and Gertie the Dinosaur animations. They're beautiful. Um, and then I'm a big fan of the strain of surreal animation that you find in middle Europe, really, Czech Republic, um, Jan Schwankmeyer, the animator of Prague, and Jiri Trinko, and a whole lot of animators that like their designers and illustrators and painters often use animation and surrealism as a way of talking about political oppression in, in the guise of surrealism and fantasy so that it's not a direct criticism of the authorities so they won't necessarily go to prison but they can talk about those things and deal with those things under the flag of animation. I'm not sure if you mentioned uh, Brothers Quay, but that's obviously been a... Uh, well, the Quay Brothers also were very influenced by Jan Schwankmeyer, and then I saw the Quay Brothers' work 
when I was in art school and completely stunned. And they sat on the surface of my work for a long time because they're so because it's so extraordinary. And I hope now it's mulched down a bit, but I think their influence was very strong and very deep, and it's still with me. What kind of narratives interest you? Well, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I love real life dramas, kitchen sink dramas, Ken Loach films, and things like that. But I don't really think like that. I don't. They, 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 those stories, I, I love them to watch, but uh, they're not what I naturally write. And I'm happy to go and see Lord of the Rings or something, but I could never do that. Uh, I'm not interested in fairies and goblins and ghosts. Uh, I don't mind. I'm entertained by them, but I, I could never spend two years of my life doing a story like that. I just don't believe in that stuff, so it's kind of pointless to me. But I'm interested in, the, in the, some sort of middle ground here where the stories are about real people and real-life situations, but they're expressed using their dreams, their imaginations, the way the brain works, the misinterpretations the false memories, the hopes for the future, all of this sort of ball of unreality or fantasy, if you want to call it, around this locus of absolute reality. So it's those sorts of stories. That was Thomas chatting with Dave McKean. You'll be able to hear more of that interview if you keep your eye on squiggly.com. And to find out more about Mr. McKean's work, visit him at davemckean.com. And to find out more about the Bradford Animation Festival, visit nationalmediamuseum.org.uk forward slash Bradford Animation Festival. That's all from our first podcast mini-sode, but I will be back tomorrow with more content from all the goings-on today. So sit tight and see you then.